Hello, hello, and welcome back to another week of Kent and the Steering Team. As always, you are joined by myself, Drew, my good mate, Phil, our special guest, Bianca. Unfortunately, Kent can't be here this week. He's busy trying to master the perfect way to cook quinoa. Anyway, on with the show. How are you guys? I'm quite well, thank you very much. I'm, I'm, I'm quite well indeed. Bianca, how are you? Coronavirus free. Tested and free. That's a good thing. That should be a brand. Since 93? Drew. Yes. No. <laughs> Drew, please. I couldn't help it. But that's good, though. That's that's good. That's really good. Yes. Thank you. Congratulations. I, I, I how, how does it feel to be free and able to see everyone? Well, here's the thing. I still can't see everyone because they might have coronavirus. So even though I don't have it, someone Others else may. might, and then I'll get it. I can. I'm still susceptible to get it. Because which of course is why you're I'm not, staying you're not, inside. Yeah, because you're not immune to it. Because you haven't had it and lost it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas our friend Jordy, who does have it, mm-hmm. was he tested? Um, I think he. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't. He was told by the doctors that it's a very good chance that he has it, but the current situation in Netherlands, which is where he lives, mm. is that you can only get tested if you're on like a really sick, sick thing path basically if you're on your deathbed is what it's looking like because they don't have enough tests is he is he all right though um he's not doing the greatest he's much better though he, he is much better yeah. than what he was he wasn't the greatest but okay, now he's good. all right it, ish yeah. he's still sick yeah um i think jordan's unfortunate because he seems to get everything under the sun when he's not well um, oh dear! But it comes events. back. But it comes back to my my slight argument in the favor of potential room for some hypochondriacy. Oh, I definitely have hypochondria. <laughs> so. Yeah. Really? Really? Me? I think Jordan does we, too. I, a little we bit. Have no at idea. Least. He he won't acknowledge it ever. Oh no no he won't. But no. I think he does. We're so, proud of you that you have though. Yes. Look, it runs in my family, so I can recognize it in others, but it doesn't stop the unrealistic panic in myself. Fair enough. Right. Um, Drew, what are you doing? Drew. Nothing. Drew's holding up a box of something pink in a box. That I thought really it was ladies' underwear. <laughs> well, that'd be awkward, wouldn't it, since um, our, our dear friend Audrey gave me this box. So... The pink box. A box filled with pink stuff. I was um, about to say she would give you one, a, a, like, but I meant like she has a lot of pink things and then realised. You know she listens I... to the podcast, so... Hey, Audrey. Can I just <laughs> hey, say, Audrey. though... Hey, Audrey. Um, you guys may not have heard it, but as an avid listener of Kate, Tim and Marty, they, they have a segment where they play radio fails, basically. So throughout Australia or the world even... Um, errors that happen live on air and one of them was yeah. from a bbc radio show here in the uk um where the it was it was basically a man who's quite fond of movies and they were having a movie discussion and he was reading out a tweet that someone had sent into him he's quite an elderly man i think by, by the sounds of it but so he's not all up on the, the modern lingo 
Um, but someone sent in a suggestion for him of a cult classic film by by some director. Um, the movie was titled "One in the Pink, One in the Stink." <laughs> and he and he read it out on air. He was like, "Oh, this person's looking for the cult classic One in the Pink." One in the stink. So as we go to the song, if someone could please help out, blah, 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 by hunting down one in the pink, one in the stink. I'll have to see that one myself. And went, <laughs> it's just like, oh, God damn it, old man. You're not meant to say that shit. And he said it. Aw, poor Poppet. Yeah, so exactly, bless him. So uh, yeah, that, that's hilarious. I don't know why I thought of that, but I was thinking of that because of the pink box thing. Um, Drew, what's the pink box? I love that that got through. Yes. Oh, the box. The box. The box. Oh my God. What was? The, what's what in was the, the box? box for? In the box. What's in, in the, the box. box today? What's in the box? Bop. Uh, <laughs> that was when you knew you were late to school. Bloody bop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even worse, you knew you were homesick if you heard the song at the end of the show. Put a smile on your dial. See you in a little while. Bye for the day. We'll see you again. We'll see you again. Yeah. It's a good one. So do the at-home visit Um, listeners know that we're recording over countries? Video? Yeah, so that even though we all kind of mini sun together, it's going to be so delayed between us. I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. Yeah, no, of course. Of course the listeners know. Um, Listeners are very aware of the fact that I am in the UK and you two are in Australia um, that none of yes, us are, 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 are at each other's houses, um, and it's quite common that we, we do this this remote recording. It's not very often that we do it with video, um, but but we're doing we we did that last What's time, it? and we are doing it again this week because why not? Um, yeah. Hang on, did I did I get the box from Audrey or did I get it from Brendan? Wouldn't surprise me either. I know. <laughs> yeah, but I I think it had to do with the two of them. One one used it. As a means of giving a gift to the other, and the gift is gone from it, but the box was there, and I said yes to the box because it would hold all my decks of playing cards. Okay, but I really need to know what the pink thing in the box is, because now it's... Tissue paper. Oh, okay. It looked like ladies' underwear. Pink tissue paper. On this edition of Kent and the Steering Team, as we are now (laughs) seven-ish, six minutes, six or seven minutes in, I don't know, I'm not too sure, Um, we've got for you, Bianca, what do we have on this edition of the podcast? Uh, we have some coronavirus yeah, updates. Looking. Yes, we do. And then we also have some talk about what, you know, some digital subscriptions versus hard copies. Not just that, though, but the effects of the coronavirus on a personal level. I, I did say last week we'd give you an update on that and what it's doing and how it's affecting us. So uh, we're going to do that as Drew continues to show us his pink box. That's... Anyway, on with the show. Yes. Uh, Bianca, I don't know if you have the stats there in front of you. They're not in front of me at the moment. Coronavirus update. Coronavirus stats. You got got the Rona numbers? Yeah. uh, Global numbers, 472,035 people. Infected. Wow. Infected. Is that are or have been? Is that inclusive of both categories? Uh, both. So that's how many people are currently infected and ver- how many people uh, have recovered. So that's diagnosis. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, then for how Very many... big number. How many uh, deaths, unfortunately, is 21,300, 
which is 4.5% of people diagnosed have passed away, unfortunately. Having said that, though, we don't know the people that have not been diagnosed. Again, in, in American states, they consider, they're, they're, they're suggesting up to hundreds of thousands of people are, have it, but haven't been diagnosed as tests are not available. So again, the percentage is high for the piece of people that have been diagnosed, not for those that mm. have it. Yeah, but they are doing some of the di- they are doing some of the diagnoses diagnosis in um autopsy. So some well, of the people go. are being diagnosed after death. See, that's why um, I, I, I I think that the numbers are they they seem more frightening than they are because yeah, we in don't know how many people that, actually have it. Yes. Globally, while the uh, percentage is 4.5, individually in certain areas, depending on their um, demographics, like Italy, I think it's 7 to 10% of mm-hmm. people have passed away. So, but again, they have one of the oldest civil, like oldest communities in the country. Well, Bianca, I think you made a very good point where where you suggested that Italy, you're comparing company uh, co- companies, countries that have an old population versus a country which doesn't necessarily have an old population but might have, I don't know, one of the worst healthcare systems on the planet, i.e., the United States. The United um, States skews the, like, so relatively, the the information and the statistics that are coming out of the United States not only shows they are one of the worst. But mm-hmm. it also shows is that the information that we have alongside of it shows the fact that um, we don't know their current statistics. Um, <clears throat> for anyone who's wondering how I know all this stuff, I'm I'm in love with data. I'm a massive data data analyst. I it's mm. my favorite thing, and I do it a lot for my job. Um, so all the data that's been coming out of all of the coronavirus. It's just something that I look up and enjoy reading, not mm-hmm. in a morbid kind of way. It's just I like the numbers. No, no, yeah, um, the numbers are interesting. It's nothing to do with the num- the, the, the yeah. human toll on it. It's just purely the, the numbers side of it. That's fine. Yeah, so the states, whilst it has given us the numbers it has, it, like it, it has numbers, but because mm. of the failing healthcare system, and it is failing, it does... They can argue till the sun comes down. They're one of the only countries in the world that doesn't have easy access to hospitals and, mm. like, doesn't have a form of Medicare. They have their Medicare, but it doesn't cover them for much. It's, like, really shit. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, so those numbers, that means people can't afford to get diagnosed. People can't go to hospitals to get diagnosed. Not all hospitals can diagnose. That means we don't have a true number on what they actually have, but their number already, I think they're like, well, I think they're, they are the third highest in the world currently. I, I would agree with that. I, I, what I think is fascinating is the fact that um, through the president um, and also through a lot of his uh, fanatics, um, People keep referring to the fact that looking at China's stats, that China were full of shit because they no doubt withheld a lot of their information. I, I, I agree that China probably has, but I think the Americans have absolutely no right to do that at all because probably America is 
in some way probably more um, deceitful in terms of its stats than anyone else. Um, again, not, nece- not, not necessarily just because of uh, they don't want it to look bad, but also because they physically are not able to get enough tests for all the people that are in the United States. And therefore, again, people like Trump who are all about good news. And, and I think I, I, I recall just recently an NBC reporter asking Trump, you know, what advice does he have for scared Americans at the moment because of the coronavirus, which which isn't a bad question. It's literally just asking for presidential advice. It's a good opportunity for Trump to be like, yep, I'm your leader. This is what I'm telling you to do. Instead, he looked at, looked at the question as, wait, I just said that there's nothing to fear because this thing's nothing. You're telling me that people are scared? That's a nasty question. You're a bad reporter. Get out kind of thing. Along the whole kind of train of Trump being an absolute psychopathic dictator, which he is. Um, but I, I I know that it is in Trump's best interest that this thing doesn't look like a bad thing. And I think America will be the hardest country hit from the coronavirus. I think Italy, Italy's numbers are catastrophic. Um, but Italy's doing one of the best jobs at testing people as well, um, I, which also is very honest with their numbers. Be, I think that needs to be mentioned because China is probably hidden a lot of their numbers. Absolutely, um, there's no doubt about that. Because of their way their government is. Mm-hmm. USA doesn't have the means to give those numbers because the way their government is. Whereas Italy has quite literally tested almost everyone who comes in with like a, a, a cold. Like if you go into a hospital and you say, I might have it, mm-hmm. Italy has tested. Um, their population is like 60 million or something. And the fact that they've yeah. tested well over 200,000 people like just mm. tested not even like like they've tested heaps if which if, is unprecedented look, in any other country currently that's absolutely correct um to something that i touched on last week fairly heavily and i stand by it in many ways <laughs> um yeah if you were told that you if you didn't know what you had if you just thought mm. that you had a headache and a bit of a cold or something um, and then we're tested and suddenly you were told, no, no, you have coronavirus. This thing has a high death rate. Do you think you'd feel suddenly start recovering as you normally would? Or do you think you'd suddenly feel much worse and instantly much sicker? You'd feel um, worse. That depends on you. Okay, because... let's talk about it. Let's talk about it as Bianca, we are wogs. So let's talk about it from the point of view of a wog. Would you feel better or do you feel the same? In fact, no, sorry, uh, would you feel worse or do you feel the same? Honestly, <laughs> would you feel the I, same or do you feel worse? I would probably feel worse. Yes, thank you. But in saying that, my grandfather had stage three cancer. Mm-hmm. Found out he had stage three cancer and put on a suit and went to the coffee shop because he's like, oh, well, what the fuck am I going to do about it? So it's a good outlook. That's a good outlook. He's, he's in remission now. So um, I'm glad to hear that. And that's abs- I, I, I'm not doubting that there are stories like that, but I'm talking as a general population. I would say wogs are very good at 
feeling worse when they've told exactly what it is. It's like that thing on we Shrek. We have high levels of hypochondria in our Exactly. Community. Yes. It, exactly. It's like yeah. it's like on Shrek when 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 uh, they're trying to get rid of Donkey for a little bit, and Fiona goes, "Oh, you're looking a little bit pale," and he's like. You're right. I feel pale. It's like no, no, no. What are you? What are you talking about? You don't like. There's nothing. It's it's that. I think isn't that isn't that Munchausen's or something? No, no, that's hypochondria. Yeah, that's hypochondria. Yeah, but, Munchausen's but, but is when you you um make your child sick so that you can get. Oh, attention. you make yeah. But yeah, yeah. um, I, so I. I Again, I'm not saying that's everyone. I'm absolutely not. I'm saying that there is definitely issues going on and Italy is in such a poor state and I feel so sorry for them, but I, I value the fact that they're doing a great job of testing as many people as they are. But, come on. If I was told that I had... If, if someone came up to me and said, look at this chart of the number of people that are dying as a result of coronavirus. Oh my God, you have it. I've tested you and you do have it. I think I'd feel a lot worse than I did about three seconds before I was told I had it. And then people... Yeah, that's... That is true. Hold on, just Um, quickly. I have the number. I was wrong about... It's... Oh, no, actually, I was right. Um, Italy has tested 206,000 people since they found out about it. And that's as recent as... that's, That's recent to the 20th of March. So... It's six days ago, so yeah. Jeez. And while so I those statistics that I got, um, I collected earlier in the day, and since then it's actually changed. It's now four hundred and eighty-eight thousand four hundred and twenty-eight cases, which mm-hmm. is wow. what about ten thousand more, roughly, give or take. And then it's. 22,000 deaths, which is an uh, extra thousand deaths. But What's in it? saying that, before yes. I cap, it was 1,100. Sorry, before it was 11,004. Well, I hate reading big numbers. 114,713 global recovery, mm-hmm. which is a recovery rate of currently at 24%. Um, and currently it's. 117,604 recovered. So an additional 3,000 people have recovered. And that's just the people that have been tested. And that's quite literally between, I I looked at these statistics up at midday and Mm -hmm. now it's 11, 12 hours. So what what I think is, what I think is interesting with, with, um, with this is just, just, and, and I don't think we made the point of, of it last week. I think that we, we maybe may have come across more trivial about it all. I mean, there is there is definitely a lot of lot to fear with this thing, hence why there's a kind of global pan- panic with it all. Um, you know, we look at this thing and go, man, look at the numbers. They're changing on a daily basis, substantially on a daily basis. Like, this, this is a significant event. There is no doubting that. I, th- I think that a lot of Which the... Which is why the response changes daily as well. well. Well, exactly. Again, you know, recording this last week, the UK was not in lockdown, and this week we're in lockdown. We're allowed out mm. once a day and yeah. um, can go to the shop. Um, we, we can go to the shops, but we're only allowed to go as rarely as possible, and the only shops that are open are essential stores. Now, that's a different definition to Australia. In Australia, every store is deemed as essential, um, whereas here <laughs> in, in the UK... 
Essential stores are those that sell food, medical supplies, or things that, you know, in emergency situations, like for example, suddenly you have flooding or your power goes out. So something like Bunnings would be open here. And then besides Bunnings, it would be food supplies and medical supplies. And that's it. That's all that's open at the moment. Nothing else can be open. Um, wow. Well, we yeah. have hairdressers in a panic here because... Oh, because the food... Oh, uh, yeah. They've, they've... Yeah, he's, um, he's taken that back tonight. Yeah, but... I, hairdressers I, are not essential, let's be real. No, they're not. Honestly, they're not. Honestly, not at all. So, so we had Boris Johnson give us a speech um, as Prime Minister on Tuesday, Monday night, Monday night, saying from midnight tonight, yeah. everything will be in lockdown. You are required to stay home. You can leave the house once a day for a walk or run. You can't do anything else but that walk or run. That's the only reason you're allowed out. You cannot associate with people in other households. You can only do things as a household together, and that's it. And you can go to the shops once, um, as rarely as possible, please, um, and only these shops are open. That's the end of the, the Prime Minister's speech. Finished. He was very clear and said, we need to try and beat this as fast as possible, and if we do a good job at this, it's done. This lockdown is for three weeks. We'll review it at the end of that, and we'll see if we have to, have, if we have to extend it if we're not beating this thing. That's all he said. Comparing... And, and then afterwards, they had a BBC report afterwards where they then broke down everything he said and went to the detail. The important message from the Prime Minister was said and done about seven minutes long, finished. We got the extra information afterwards. Comparing that to well, what Scott Morrison said and what I've seen of Scott Morrison's speech, holy shit, that guy said, he basically said, um, okay, everyone is on lockdown, except for if you have to do anything outside, then it's fine. Um... Please, nobody go outside whatsoever. Unless you're going to work, or like I said, have literally anything to do outside, then it's fine. Um, make sure you... Or getting your kids to school. Exactly. Um, please, nobody, nobody send to your children to school. Keep your children safe indoors. Um, unless you're going to work, or like, again, if you're just going outside or anything like that, then send your kids to school, <laughs> it's fine. He basically, every second point he made was a contradiction of the one he made before. What was the yep. point of his entire speech? And he seemed to not understand what he was saying at all. I don't my get it. My favorite part was how whenever the the um, like reporters would ask him to clarify something, he'd be like, I've made it very obvious. I've made it very clear. And like we would watch it live with Audrey and Carmen like in group chat. And mm. Drew, I think we messaged you a few times. None of it was ever yep. clear. No one ever had any idea what he was talking about. But, like, I think what's interesting is what's coming out of it is a lot of a lot of companies want to get shut down because it's the only way if they get shut down, then maybe they can get some yep. benefits out of it. Like, okay, well, so... Well, did you hear about the head of Just Cuts? What about the head of Just Cuts? The CEO, he begged the PM to shut down all hairdressing because it was the only way any of the hairdressers across any of the franchise stores were going to get any money because of the way they'd done it. No one was going to go and book an appointment, so staff were getting laid off. Yeah. Or a handful were being kept, and it just well, made it damn near impossible. I got laid off which is shit, but, you know, happens. Um, but for Corona, but the thing, the good thing about it 
in the at the end of the day is that I could go the very next day and start getting Centrelink because Centrelink's been like halved. Like the forms you have to fill out are non-existent now. So yeah, you're no longer means tested either. Yeah, you don't have to get your bank statements in and you don't have to do anything. It's just like I had an actual separation certificate that said that I got let go of because of COVID Um, and that was it. And now I'm going to get benefits in two weeks. So, yes. Brilliant. But if they did that for every company, then everyone could start getting those wages and, you know, afford things. I, I think that I think that what's not being spoken about is the it, this comes down to previous kind of discussions within Parliament, and that is that in Australia a recession, well globally a recession is viewed as a bad thing. It's not necessarily a bad thing. It just means the the economy is in reverse. It doesn't mean anything more than that, and it kind of needs to happen. Australia is the only developed world that hasn't had one, you know, prior to well, well we didn't have one as a result of the global financial crisis we're the only developed world that didn't or, or de- developed nation no that we didn't benefited have one. from the global financial um, crisis we, we did fantastically well and we had a lot of investment as, as a result of that now our economy mm. is slowing and interest rates are dropping to try and keep that propulsion happening again it looked like the liberal party were prepared to lose this election the last elections that labor could come in um australia could dip into recession naturally because the Liberal yeah. Party had kind of forced it that it was going to happen based on the way they ran the economy previously, which actually wasn't very good for a Liberal Party government. They probably ran it one of the worst Liberal Party governments I've seen. Not necessarily because of their... It's not necessarily their fault. It's just because the economy can't grow year on year for the last 30 years. That's impossible to do that. And it's been doing that. Um, so we're at this point where they're expecting to lose the election... Labour were going to force a recession by literally standing there, doing nothing. You know, you could they could have just walked through the door and it would have fallen into a recession. But Liberal Party it's won true. on an absolute surprise for, for Scott Morrison. And he said, all you have to do is have a go. And did that shit speech. Um, again, rambling about Bloody nothing. Queenslanders. Basically, yes. But so now the Liberal Party are in, are in control. Oh, no, no, one, no one wanted Bill. I don't blame them. Um... So now the Liberal Party are in control. We're at the point where a recession should happen, but Liberal Party, again, have always said that they're the best ones at running the economy, even though they've proven in the last four years that they weren't very good. In fact, the last six years, and in fact, the last eight years, that they weren't very good at running They're not good at running their own party, so... Uh, They're not very good at running anything. But anyway, there's enough stupid people in Australia to have Correct. Um... So now we're at a Way point. So now we're at a point where they've cut interest rates to the point that they are impossibly low. Um, basically, trying to churn this economy to keep on going, and now we've had coronavirus happen, or the coronavirus happen, and so we're at a point where even more is stacking up against the labor, uh, the, the Liberal Party, and now a recession mm. seems impossible to avoid, and. Fortunately for them, they could blame it on the coronavirus and say, coronavirus did it. Just like the Labour Party could easily then turn around and say, ah, but we had the financial financial crisis and we still didn't go into recession. So it makes the Liberal Party look bad because they've always said that we're good at running an economy. So this is Scott Morrison trying his hardest to make sure people stay in work and keep working and businesses are open and people are spending money to keep the economy going for another three years, which is impossible, I think. Um... 
So I think we need to do yeah. a voluntary recession, and I think we need to do it now while oh, our happen. chips are already down. Because it, no, it's going to happen without without any sort of voluntary um, hedging. It's going to happen. The thing is, if we had done it voluntarily three years ago, we would have had by this point come back to enough of a like okay oh, yeah, spot moment, we would have picked up momentum again yeah we would have been back into an okay point so We've that been we stalling for three years yeah we keep sending out stimuluses but it's not working what shits me is today that it was announced that um businesses small businesses won't have to pay their rent mm-hmm um, during coronavirus for the next four, three months or something. Mm-hmm. But not for uh, normal rentals. So Which is if bit... you're renting a house, you still have to pay your home rent. Again, it, it, it's, all about, it's all about business, not about individuals, which is a very liberal party way of looking at things. It's yeah. for the boss, not for the employees. Which is why he wants to keep workers at work. Correct. Which he doesn't realise is probably a great way of getting more and more people sick with this thing. And again, it's not necessarily... I don't think it's necessarily about the number of deaths. I think it's... it's Because it's such a day-by-day thing, it's number of people that are diagnosed. If you di- if you have a lot of people that are diagnosed, regardless of if they recover or not, it looks bad. It looks bad for Australia that Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson have coronavirus here in Australia. Like, it looks bad for Australia. And I think that's what a lot of the issue oh, is. Oh, I think that's um, actually made America look worse. On Twitter, because uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, um, Tom Hanks was a bit sick. Uh, it was out that he wasn't actually doing so well at one point, mm. but he's recovered now. But mm-hmm. the response and the um, medical attention that they've been given um, has brought to light Australia's medical, uh, like hospitals and all of our stuff in general into the US. So um, Tom yep. Hanks, Colin Hanks, who's Tom Hanks' son, Rita Wilson. The good one. Yeah. Yeah, not the weird one. <laughs> um, they've all been tweeting about it and how good the Australians have been and everyone in America is turning around and saying, well, look at their um, medical stuff. Like, they all have Medicare. Well, you know. Mm. They, yeah. Universal healthcare. Universal healthcare. We could it's, have it's, something that good. Well, again, it's like Norway told its residents living in America to come home because you can't rely on a shit system, i.e. America. Mm. Um, Drew, Obamacare. I, yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I just can't believe that... The, I can't believe that Trump is so obsessed with undoing everything that Obama did purely because Obama did it, or the, the Democrats did it, as opposed to, does this have merit or not? And I, I think, think that's it was the saddest just a thing. promise... I think yeah, but that's, that's ridiculous. how he convinced. I think that's how he convinced the Republican Party because you got to remember that the Republican Party is like an organization. So there's like no, no members. Doubt. Um, um, that's how he convinced the Republican Party that he was going to run. Drew, I didn't mm. mention this last week, but uh, because I forgot. But it's interesting. The Fitzy and Whipper Nova Nine Six Nine Breakfast Show in Sydney. Um, yeah, they had interviewed. Um, Richard Wilkins on their show, I think on a Friday or something like that. Um, 
Now, what's interesting is that the day before, Richard Wilkins had interviewed Rita Wilson. Rita Wilson was mm-hmm. found to have coronavirus. Richard Wilson Correct. Wilkins was then tested and found to have coronavirus, which meant Correct. that as they'd been in direct contact with uh, Richard Wilkins, the entire team yep. had to go into lockdown over the weekend in their own homes, unable to leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what that meant was that Monday's show, Monday last week's show, was broadcast from uh, their own own homes, very much in the same way that we do it. Oh, that's Aww, cool. yeah. Di- difference is they did not have um, they didn't they didn't uh, have the video call happening a bit like so. Kate, Tim, and Marty, my my favorite radio show, is broadcast from the radio studios, um, Nova Studios. Tim and Marty, mm. uh, sorry, Tim and Kate in Sydney, Marty in Melbourne, and they do it with the Skype screens happening, and then they have they broadcast yeah. naturally to radio. Fitzy, Whipper, and the rest of the team didn't have a video call happening, so they weren't able to work out when the other one was talking, much in the same way that we've, we've done it for a long time. However, we're quite good at reading yes. when the other one's going to talk and we just shut up. But So it's yes. very, it was very yeah, interesting true. It was very interesting listening to the show and listening to them struggle through it and, and try and work out when the other one was going to talk and how to make conversation happen, and they were talking over, over each other. But yeah, it was just fascinating, and they were broadcasting to... <laughs> Sydney, and and as a result, then the syndicated evening version of it, the Nation, um, mm. on that day, I, I I think it was just, yeah, it I, was such an amazing thing that that happened. I like that mm. a lot. But see, that's why, it, that's why Australian businesses could technically be told to shut down, and it still go be working. I think Scott I think he's under the impression that if we lock down all of our businesses. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not talking about our businesses, like small businesses, you know, mini shops and what have you. But again, some of them would be still labeled as essential, like food shops and petrol stations and all that, they would be essential. But if we were to shut down, like our offices, we could all yeah. still work. We live in a he's, day and age made... where it's possible to do like these yeah. Skype calls and video chats and all that. But it's not just that. He made clear his opinion on closing it down the other day. He did, before the late night cabinet meeting, he did an interview with ABC Insiders and he stated very clearly that he believed that a two week shutdown or that people that believed that a two-week shutdown of the country should happen were both ignorant and naive because doing so would achieve nothing because after two weeks, the virus would just come right back. That's what he said. What I think is ignorant about that opinion of his is that <laughs> it, it hangs around... It, it, yeah, it's wrong. It hangs around for two <laughs> yeah. weeks. Yeah. Um, it's in your system for two weeks, and that's why the UK is doing a three-week shutdown. It's in your system for two weeks. So I might have it, and I don't know about it, and then suddenly in two weeks' time I have it, the, the effects come, come about. But then it only hangs around for about a week. So I could have it and it be gone, yeah. and by the time the lockdown's over, everyone that's had it, it's now died out. Mm. So therefore the people that are carrying it are far less. And if it happens again and we start to see numbers spike again, you do another lockdown, and then the numbers die off again. You know, <clears throat> it's, it's simple. You kill it off by not giving it places to, or people to spread to. That's I the think, point of the lockdown. I think we should just like drop it out a for a month. Exactly. Well, like I, exactly. Like one month, four weeks, and we would not have all this panic. Yeah, and yes, no, I'm, it's I'm a shit. And we'd have and, a lot cleaner air. And you suspend yes. 
you suspend um, rent for that month. You suspend for businesses and homeowners. You suspend bills, Mm. electrical, water, Water. everything. And yes, it's going to be shit. And yes, like the New South Wales Rental Association came out, uh, Real Estate Association, sorry, came out and said, oh, you're going to force landlords into a socialist society. Yes. But look, it's been its unprecedented um, circumstances. We're not doing it for fun. We've never... It's not all let people die. We've never come across something like this before in our lifetime we might not ever come across anything like this again but now we know these are the measures that we need to set up we've never set up measures for this before and yes for like a month we might have to become a socialist society just to get by it's not saying that this is forever it's fuck we're in this situation what can we do now Mm. This is smash open the fire, um, you know, fire alarm um, button, and let's bring in some pretty stringent measures for now. Um, yeah, I, I think that there's. I think if you look at the fact that a lot of the Western world is now going into lockdown again, countries across Europe, including the UK, are going to lockdown. New Zealand's going into lockdown. I think the fact that Scott Morrison can view it as a mistaken kind of opinion or a mistaken view, I think proves just how misguided he is um, with it all. And, uh, yeah, I, I could complain that, that uh, I think Boris Johnson early on also did a pretty poor job with it, at, at dealing with it. Um, not along the lines of Donald Trump, where Donald Trump thought it was a, a hoax. Because <clears throat> let's face it, anyone that <laughs> thought it was a hoax is a fucking idiot. And we all know Trump is, that's fine. Um, <clears throat> but, but you can view it. You can view it and say <clears throat> Boris Johnson probably didn't do a very good job earlier on. <clears throat> I mean, but, telling but telling families to prepare to say goodbye <clears throat> to their loved ones, not the best. That was not well handled. <clears throat> no. No. Well, well, not 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 just <laughs> no, not just that, but but even having being very you know lackadaisical about it all, but now mm. but now again on the back of that speech that he gave and 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 the measures they're now taking now and the daily afternoon press conferences yeah. as opposed to 11 o'clock at night when old people or, or you know young people are asleep this is five in the afternoon there's a live press conference from downing street every day to give an update Good. on what's happening and i think that's that's, I, that's well handled i do have to say scomo's press conferences getting more and more frantic and more and more he looks more and more disheveled each time and he's i'm more pretty more sure he's yeah he's, yeah, he's lost losing hair. his hair <laughs> it's just yeah I, it's ridiculous the, the big the big question is who is michelle the person that he his he keeps answering questions for every day well who's andrew that he doesn't want to answer the questions of you know andrew's yeah it's funny in the press conference again from this side of the world i, I started seeing people on facebook commenting about oh andrew versus scomo and i didn't know what the hell was going on sorry scotty for marketing not scomo um and um and uh no no scovid scovid <laughs> and uh uh, what's interesting is that I, I found out that, that so this Andrew guy, I'm not sure of his last name, he's asking questions that very much help the nation. They are giving us vital information because Scott Morrison's speeches are probably the most useless speeches I've heard and the most contradictory speeches. So this Andrew guy is asking questions to be like, okay, just tell us, what are we going to do tomorrow? 
and Scott Morrison doesn't like that. So then he always turns to Catherine, I think, and answers her questions, because she's from News Corp, and therefore gives questions that are very complimentary of his government and what he's doing, because it's, it's News Corp. So he's very thrilled to answer her questions, but, but Andrew, not so much. Yeah, I, I think it's really shit, basically. Just everything that happens at those conferences annoys me to no end. I just watch in anger. Because it's either not clear or it makes no sense. Have you been enjoying watching the Auslan lady as she translates? Someone said she was the TikTok lady. That lady doing TikToks on the side there. What the fuck is going on with people that they don't realise that's sign language? Wow. Um... She struggles to keep up with him, and it's really funny. Well, I don't blame her, her because he's talking absolute nonsense. Um, yeah. Bianca. Yeah, Phil. You mentioned that you were having, you were you were having or, or realizing the the unfortunate kind of retail effects of or effects on retail uh, of the coronavirus. Yeah, I'm... we had this conversation earlier today. I'm a little bit depressed because I love comic books and I thought at the very least I could get my comic books shipped to me while I'm here because they do have delivery options, but no, because, um, because we are in Australia and we're such a long way, way away from the US, Diamond Comics Distribution, who distributes comics to all the comic book stores in New South Wales, um, is no longer sending out comics as of the 1st of April because they've all gone into lockdown. So from the 1st of April, you won't be able to get any new comics. You'll be able to still get Uh-oh. all the old ones, but all of the new ongoing series we won't be able to keep up with, which basically hasn't happened since probably the 50s, 60s. Like, we've always been on par with comics from, like, maybe we get them a couple of days later, but, like, yeah, so all my comics are not coming in anymore, and I'm really upset. And the yeah, so I posted on Twitter about it. One good, one really good thing came out of it, though. I posted on Twitter yeah. about it um, to one of my favorite comic book writers, Gail Simone, um, who was talking about her new comic coming out next week. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get it. Um, and she retweeted that, and in her retweets. A lot of people gave me their passwords to like um, comic book apps like DC Universe and Aww. Marvel Unlimited so that I could read. It's not the new stuff, but it's all the, all the back catalogs. So I have access Aww. to every single Marvel comics before 2018. And I already had a DC Universe uh, account, which is yep. illegal because I live in Australia. But um, so, yeah, now I've got access to both. Secret safe with us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and all those. That's really sweet, though. Like that. that it was is so, so nice sweet. Of people. It wasn't just one person either. Like three or four people like messaged me and were like, "Here's my password. Have it. Like share it. During it's fine. Use my account. Like what comics Aww. do you read? So I know which ones to bookmark." I'm like, "That's so nice. Thank you." The community is coming what together. What a wonderful community. Yeah. Yeah, but um. It does bring on one thing. So the other thing that a lot of people were writing in the comments were, why don't you just get your ongoing series as digital copies? And it brings Uh, up the debate of digital versus hard copy. 
No in hard comics. copy, especially if, no for comics. It's all about the real thing. It's all about having the physical thing. I kind of get it where it's where it's going for gaming and for movies and everything like that. But no, for comics, that's something that you need. Re- I will always say and a hardback books. book over. Oh yeah, a book over a uh, digital version of it every time. Any day of the week. Do you know like, why I don't physical? Sorry, keep yeah. going. I was just making the comment that physical copies. There's something. Uh, magical. I don't even know where to begin with it, but there is, yeah, something magical about it. I mean, you guys can see right behind me the my belief in physical copies of things. I'm the same for PlayStation games. I have to have the physical version. I can't have it on. I don't like having it digitally. Yeah, my my heart's breaking right now. The record stores around Australia are having to shut down because they're unable to get people to come into their stores right now. It's um. Yeah, but that's it, it the other look- thing. We already all listen to subscription music. Like I have a Spotify account. Phil's got iTunes. Yeah, Apple Music, and I've got Spotify. You got Spotify. So like, music yeah. is already. We don't physically own music anymore. Hmm. But what bothers I'm- me? What yeah. bothers me with so with music? I understand because I use my Spotify like a radio which yeah. I can quantify. I just don't have to carry around all my CDs with me when I go to the car or yeah. when I'm going yeah. out somewhere. I can understand yeah, music course. having a digital subscription and I can understand movies to an extent, like with Netflix and all that. Like, yeah. it's just a catalog. Yeah. But with... So you got to buy um, comics and then you've got to buy books and all that through apps. So you've got like um, Amazon is got Amazon books and then there's Kindle and then there's um, so comic comicsology is owned by Amazon and they're the ones who do do digital comic books. Does Google books do comics as well? No, not, no, not the same. They don't do, I think they do like one off ones, but not the major. Right. Okay. But the thing yeah. is, you buy it online, and it's not cheap. It's five bucks per or four bucks per comic. Like, depends what it is. What's a hot, what's a real comic worth? And like comics are like seven bucks each, which is a lot. You might as well have it in, in the real version then. But and they've been know, that price for a long time too. Yeah, yeah. Comparatively to the US, though, I think I think it's like four dollars there and then seven dollars here. But like, yeah. You, look, they cost a lot, but. You have to use that app forever to read the book. And what always worries me is that apps and websites in the past have been decommissioned. Also, if I don't have my iPad, I can't access it. If I don't have Mm. my iPhone, I can't access it. If uh, I lose my account, I lose all my books. If but this is this is the argument for for the fact that you don't truly own any of it. Half the movies behind me on that shelf came with digital copies, either on Ultraviolet or in the iTunes store or whatever. Ultraviolet is shut down completely now, so all those copies are gone. I don't own the digital copy anymore. The apps that they were on are all gone. I'm lucky that Apple kept the iTunes ones, but even then, if I didn't own the physical copies, I wouldn't own any of it. And there went the money that was spent on it. And people yeah. were spending $30 on a digital copy of a film. It's You're paying to borrow it until Apple no longer has a license for it or yeah. 
whoever has it. And it's exactly the same issue with the comics. Yeah. Well, like, sorry, I was just going to say, I got like an Optus Fetch box. And one night in, I really wanted to watch American Gods and you could only watch it if you bought it. So I bought the whole Mm. season, but then my Optus Fetch box stopped working. Like it just stopped working altogether. I took it back to Optus, got a new one. And then when I loaded it up, I realized I don't have American Gods anymore. One, I missed, I still needed to watch two episodes. Have no idea how the season ends. But two, like, I don't have that anymore. And I called them up and they're like, oh, you have to buy it again. I'm like, no, I don't have to buy it again. I already bought it. Like, they're like, yeah, "Yeah, but it's on your old box. You can't have it on two boxes. But the box died. But the box died. So I lost that. Like, that was $30 down the drain. And and that's, 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 that's it. I mean, I, again, like I, I get it. I get it with movies to some degree. It basically the ease of access in the same way of ease of access for um, music. But but I'm still a believer in the in the physical form of it. Again, same why. That's why I do it with games. I want to have the box. But it's... I like the cover art. I like seeing having the disc, the physical disc. Um, and and exactly that. It's... What if we lose the rights to it, or what if what if something goes wrong, and what if. What if I have a Kindle with all my books on it and I drop it and I break it? Suddenly I don't have my books anymore. I get the the transportation ease. Again, if I'm traveling somewhere, I have a Kindle rather than a stack of books. But still... It's like paying for a gym membership. It's not my gym. If the gym closes down, I don't have that. I've been paying the cost of that stuff and I don't have it. If you go to the gym just to use a treadmill and then that treadmill, for whatever reason, gets removed... You're still paying for your membership, but you don't have access to the thing that you were paying for it for. Yeah. You pay for Netflix because you want to watch Harry Potter. What happens when HBO Max comes out and Harry Potter flicks off to there, and you're stuck with your membership that you've paid well, for? Well, Sarah and I... You don't own the movie. Well, Sarah and I, during this coronavirus lockdown, are doing a Harry Potter mar- marathon much in the same way that you guys did. We're watching one movie a night, basically. We've just watched the first two. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. and, uh, they're not on Netflix here. So no. what do I, how do I get them? I can't, I have to find another way. You, I mean, you could borrow one of my multiple box sets of them that are, you know, just yeah, but you're on that side of the world and I'm on this side of the world. But here's the thing know, with, tricky. with Netflix and with Stan and with like all of the subscription channels, I somewhat understand yeah. that. Um, more than I understand, like, buying out a, outright a digital copy because I pay a subscription fee. Like, same with Spotify. I pay a subscription fee and I have all access to whatever they have in their library. Yeah. If I pay... Yeah. And, and I also have DC Universe, which I pay a subscription fee and I get access to yeah. every single comic that they have in their library. Yeah, you're, you're, now, not, you're not paying. You're not paying for a specific thing. You're paying for access to the library. Yeah, I'm paying for access to the library, and I use it. Like I, I yeah. use my mm-hmm. Spotify, and I use my comics, and I, I do that. And if they take something down, well, I'm not going to complain because it's just like, I get, I pay twelve bucks a month, and I have over a thousand comics to read, and I can read something else. Do you get what I mean? Like that make like to me. I no, yeah. I don't own them, but you know, I I have access to them. It's like a library. Well, it is a library. Yeah. But if I um, want to own something, 
like if I want to own like a specific comic book, yeah, then yeah. I'm not going to buy a digital version of it because no. that no, I don't not. own that. I just yeah, own I, a I, PDF. Exactly. I've bought a I've bought a physical thing which, sorry, I've I've wanted to buy an individual thing, which I will not ever properly own, in the same way of owning a mm. physical copy. Yeah, I, I I get it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just really quickly before we get to our sit count of the week, um, mm. it's it's interesting. So Sarah and I, while in lockdown, cracked open a puzzle that we have, a thousand piece puzzle, and we've been doing that over the last couple of days. <laughs> Sarah is Brilliant. is in, just in the background. There is. Are you, can I hear the sound of puzzle pieces being flicked around? No. She says no, but she laughed. We we heard that. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I would take it that Sarah is. No. <laughs> I take it that Sarah is doing a puzzle right now. Um, what's what's the puzzle of? It is. How would you describe it, Sarah? It's a it's a bunch of cats in a room with an armchair and a desk and a bunch of cats in a sewing room is how Sarah would describe it. So it's going to be your living room if you're stuck in that house for more than a month. Minus <laughs> the cats, yes. Um, you will become the cats. That's true. Um, yeah, no. So it's a lot of fun. We're having a lot of fun with it now. We bought it from a. Did we buy it, Sarah? We we gifted it from. We we've been gifted it, and three people have owned it in the past. Now it, we believe it came from a charity shop to begin with, anyway. So who knows what happened before that? So we actually don't know if there's a thousand pieces in this box till we get the, to the end of it, but we'll we'll find out. Once I, you I finish suspect it, some pieces are missing. Yes. Once you finish it, you need to pass it on. Yeah. And, and yeah, if that's there true. are pieces missing. And take, you take can't one tell piece anyone. out before you pass it on. Yes, we take one piece and pass it on. I like that. Okay, I'm going to do that. I'm going to run Sarah through the plan. That's a great idea. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're doing a Harry Potter marathon as we go. We're playing that. Yes. Um, I finished The Last of Us. I'm thinking of starting Red Dead Redemption. Me too! Um, I pulled it out today. I was like, I still haven't yeah. done this yet. I'll no, exactly. Now. Exactly. So that or The Division 2, which I never played. But it's a multiplayer game. It's not not necessarily a multiplayer game. It's just better as a multiplayer game, and I don't have anyone to play with, mm. so I'm not. I, I haven't played it for that reason. Not sure what to do, Bianca. And uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> I'm saying You're get the Division Two. Um, but yeah, look. So that's what we're doing. We do, we're going for walks. I've actually I recorded a vlog yesterday um, on our walk because my God, the UK is turning it on right now. Really sunny days. It's 13 degrees today, which isn't very warm, but compared to what it has been, that's pretty warm. It's also sunny, and there's warmth. Degrees. There's warmth in the sun. There's no warmth in the shade, but there's lots of warmth in the sun. Um, I was walking around the park in a t-shirt yesterday. Like, it's it's coming good. And, uh, yeah, we're doing that, and we've done some shopping, and we eat. Watch movies, eat, and that's it. And we keep a social distance of one and a half meters. Not to Sarah, because we're don't have that well i have slept all day today i only lost my job on tuesday yesterday i spent at centrelink which was hell awful um and then today i slept most of the day you're taking advantage of lockdown yeah and i made butter chicken which i haven't made for ages yeah yeah i've got lomino soup (gasps) oh i'm on my way (laughs) No, I ha- no, no, I didn't say I made it. I said I want it. Oh. Oh. I want yeah, it. Yeah, that's crushing. Make some. I will make it when I get back you to Sydney and we'll make it eat when- it. 
Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we yes, will. Please. Please. Yes, please. Please. Yes. We'll have a soup well, night. I will, be, I will be back at work tomorrow. Yes, because some businesses, which we're not going to mention the name of, uh, remain mm. open in all these uh, periods of trials and tribulation. They say for the benefit they, they of do. the public, but it's for their own pockets. Um, Dimmix is still open, which I'm half happy about and half sad. Yeah, but that's for. that's an essential business because it's got books. I don't know. I can't think of the logic here, but anyway, um, Drew, let's yeah. move on to our sick end of the week. Now, our sick end of the week is a legend. Yes, uh, yes, a legend is putting it mildly. I am. <laughs> it's not. It's not that I agree or disagree so much. I, I disagree with um, with what this person did, but I love the way in which they've attempted to do this. Uh, Ten years daily has the headline as follows. Man attempted to cross Queensland border with DIY paper number plates. In a stolen car, it was. What? <laughs> a man has been arrested at a Queensland border check after he attempted to cross in an, in an allegedly stolen ute with paper number plates. 10 News First understands the man was arrested at the Gold Coast Highway Police Road Check near the airport just before 3pm after attempting to cross in a stolen ute. It's alleged the car had hand-drawn number plates attached. Now, the number plates, look from first glance, look pretty legitimate. They're in the right font. They've got the Victorian um, Southern Cross diamond or triangle on it at the top. They look yep. very legit. Yep. They've, got, they've got the writing at the bottom. Drew, what does the writing say? What's the writing actually say? And then what does his ones say? I can't even read it from, from the pictures. I, I can tell it you that, that it's supposed to say Victoria, the education state. Repeat that. The education, education. state. Education. This guy, though, because he's a simpleton and probably actually from Queensland rather than from anywhere else, judging by his <laughs> intelligence levels, um, has written Victoria, the education state as in e d g u oh where yeah. where are you where are you seeing this i've seen this because the link I, I gave you no i've seen i read it yesterday i i uh yeah oh. it's, it's a different one um ah. victoria plate stolen ute let me just google that and see if i can see it um, yeah, so it's called the Education State, uh, and uh, I don't know, I'm not going to be able to find it for you now, but yes, I've, I've read it, um, and I can tell you that he wrote it as Education. So I have no idea so, Oh my this. goodness, I found the photo. Why did he, why did he do what he did? Because he thought he was being clever, because he's probably not very clever. But like, was he running Correct. away? It was, was his he... way of trying to get across. Oh, I don't know, but I think it's unfortunate. I think it's unfortunate for him that uh, there are now border checks as a result of the coronavirus. So again, another element of stupidity. Oh wow! Bianca, your take on your take on on the plates? It's loading. I'm just reading the story. The picture's loading there. Hold up. Do, 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 oh do, 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 do. no! It is. It's yeah. education. Edu. Education, E D G U C A C I O N, education. 
So but from again, looking at the distance, it looks it looks legit. It looks like a, yeah. a plate that's been kind Ed, of beaten up. Ed education. Education. From a, from a distance, he would have been fine. Do you know what? We Those plates would be great for speeding. Education. Yes. But again, they look legit. It's just unfortunate for him that there was these very, very public police checkpoints happening on the borders, and he chose to ignore what was said and drive through the border. Look, let's be honest, he's the reason that Scotty wants kids staying in school. <laughs> Not just that, though, but no doubt this guy, he, I'm going to guess this guy is a voter for either Pauline Hanson, the Catter Party... Or the Greens? Or, no, or Scott Morrison. That's where I'm going to put it. Because this guy will be like, Scott Morrison's trying to keep businesses open for my benefit. No, he's not. He's doing it because the bosses are going to vote for him and give him money. Or he votes for a um, Pauline Hansen One Nation party because he goes, um, why do we need Asians in our country or foreigners in our country that can't speak the language or can't write properly? Very much in the way that the Chaser, um, back when they had the war and everything interviewed oh, they showed a clip from a current affair or today tonight or something of, of a man who was no longer allowing people that couldn't speak english properly into his store and his mm. sign said something along the lines of do not entry if you <laughs> can't right. understand english and it's like you can't fight for shit you dickhead you who can't you spell judge? english exactly <clears throat> so there's Ding that English. yeah so, uh, yes, I think that I think this man absolutely is deserving our, of our sick end of the week. Drew, can you right now at he this is. point, can you can you send this link on and put it on post it on our Facebook page, please? I can indeed. I'm going to post the Yahoo link yes. purely because it image. has the glorious pictures. Absolutely. The aforementioned education. I don't know if you can remember the link that we were supposed to put up last week, but we were supposed to put a link up last week, too. I can't remember what it was. I think I might have to listen back to figure out that one. Yeah, but but post this However, one right now. This one, it will be up for our listeners momentarily. Uh, and uh, while Drew does that, I think I must say thank you very much for listening, everyone. Thank you very much for being on the show, Bianca. Thank you as thank always, you Drew. Thank you for having me as always. Yes, thank you for joining us once again. Love having you on board always. Uh, and as Drew posts that, um, see, it's almost a sneak peek, but that's perfectly allowed and fine. Um, yes, do join us next week as we continue our adventures through the world of coronavirus as well as the world of Kent and the steering team, and we see what's happening and what's worthy of discussion next week. Until then, Drew, or actually Bianca, do you know how we end the show? Do you know no. how we do? You say yes? You don't know do how we... we? Okay. What? Yeah, come on. Drew. I love that she said no straight away. I know, Drew. Until next week. Yep.